0: Stock market 2020, we are entering phase 2. Three reasons this bear market is far from over. According to Dow theory, markets have three phases. In phase 1, the smart money exits the market. In phase 2, the trend followers finally catch on to what's really going on in the economy and start selling. Phase 3 begins when selling volume peaks, average investors finally capitulate, and trend leaders start buying again. We don't have to be smarter than the rest we have to be more disciplined than the rest. Warren Buffett. Friends, the bull market rally we've been riding is completely normal. We've seen bear market rallies repeated time and time again in past economic recessions and we will experience them again in the future. We are experiencing nothing more than a run-of-the-mill bull trap. Stay disciplined and wait. Phase 2 of the 2020 stock market crash is rapidly approaching. Three reasons this bear market is far from over. The past, This bear market rally is strong, but not exceptional, previous bear markets analyzed. The present, the world economy continues to weaken, unemployment, bankruptcies, and an escalating trade war. The future, infections continue to flare up and will get worse this fall, what the scientists are telling us. The bull market rally we've been living through is normal. It's nothing more than a run-of-the-mill bull trap. No recession in history recovered in only a few months this recession won't recover in months either. Even the wildly overvalued markets are now forecasting something significantly worse than a V-shaped economic recovery, other than perhaps large cap tech, see more below. So what kind of market recovery might we experience this time? I've talked about the similarities between the Dow bull trap in 1929 and the 2020 bear trap and subsequent collapse into a deeper recession or even depression. I stand by the prediction. The Great Bull Trap of 2020 The Great Bull Trap of 2020.link.medium.com We are currently in a very typical bull market rally that will collapse as it finally dawns on the general public that the world economy is in serious trouble and Jim Cramer and the rest of CNBC isn't really trying to just make you money. Their job is to entertain. As long as the bear market rally continues, most commentators will remain bullish. The past, everything, eventually returns to a mean. Past performance is no guarantee of future returns but the pandemic stock market returns of 1917 to 1920 are very interesting. Although the initial sell-off was much slower than today, the market sold off just over 30% in the first leg down in about a year, there are some remarkable similarities. It took nearly a year to hit the peak of the bull trap with the Dow industrials bouncing off and even exceeding the lows of the initial sell-off in 1917. However, shortly after the pandemic peak, at the height of the bull trap, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, Dow Jones Industrial Average, and the DGTA, Dow Jones Transportation Average, wildly diverged from each other. The Dow transports, made up primarily of railway companies at the time, rallied so strongly, the index even managed to surpass the highs set pre World War I and pre Spanish flu. DGTA peaked in November, 1919, and started a long, painful slide back down to Dow Jones Industrial Average levels. In the end, the DGTA also tested and finally fell to new lows by the summer of 1921. A terrible W-shaped recovery that ultimately led to the Roaring Twenties and the 1929 stock market crash. I think we are currently experiencing a very similar event. Trains and trucks and airplanes were the breakthrough technology of this era. Trains, in particular, were dependable as the internet is today. The technology companies of 1917 not only recovered from the initial crash, they actually rose to new highs only three years later before crashing to the final all time index low in the summer of 1921. Yet it's easy to understand why the rallied so much. The war was over. The Spanish flu was gone. The world needed transportation to rebuild the country and the world. Surely, railway stocks would go to the moon. Transportation companies were badly needed for the country to rebuild, but they weren't needed as badly as the stock market predicted. Just like people overbought toilet paper, means, and rice during this pandemic crisis, the investors of the early 1920s overestimated the need for transportation companies, and therefore overestimated and bid up the value of those companies. No company escapes a recession unscathed, no matter how important it might be to the economic recovery. In 2020, now we hear about pandemic-proof businesses. Let me say this as clearly as I can, one more time, nothing survives a major recession unscathed. Not Amazon, not Facebook, and for sure, not a Tesla. Although one might argue technology is the last domino to fall, all businesses will eventually feel the pain of a multi-year pandemic and economic downturn. All companies and indexes, sooner or later, revert to the mean. In fact, we are currently in the middle of one of the biggest divergences between bank and internet stock prices since 1999. It's not different this time. Science is real, math is real, gravity is real, Warren Buffett isn't washed up as an investor, and eventually the bulls will understand their horrible, horrible mistake. Forbes says, Warren slipped up on airlines. Really? Forbes is betting airlines will be back to 2019 levels in a year? In two years? Earth to Forbes, most airlines will restructure or cease business operations before this virus-inspired downturn is over, full stop. The present, somehow, markets still have hope. The world economy continues to weaken. Buddha, help me. Do I have to spell it out? Based on where the stock markets are, I guess I do. The Fed throwing more cash on this economic bonfire is a temporary fix. Don't bet against the Fed? Don't bet against the economy, my friends. You can't stop a financial tsunami. Today, my wife went out to buy groceries. She wore a mask because going outside in most neighborhoods in Osaka is considered reckless and because she's scared. Scared of too many people in the shopping center. Scared of waiting in line, even though there are lines indicating social distancing appropriate places to stand. She's scared when an old lady talks to her or accidentally bumps her. Yes, she might be overreacting, but how many people value their health and their lives over the economy? Everyone. Unemployment. Unemployment rates around the world have spiked to depression levels not seen since the dirty 30s. Let that sink in, the dirty 30s. Some have speculated these numbers will rebound in Q3 or Q4. This now seems a lot more uncertain, with some economists predicting large percentages of recently unemployed forced to retrain for completely new kinds of work, most of which currently doesn't exist. The following link is not 100% up to date, but the numbers are staggering. What economy can sustain such damage for more than a couple of months? What part of the world is going to snap under the unexpected economic pressure? Unemployment rate. America This page displays a table with actual values, consensus figures, forecasts, statistics and historical data charts for Dash, TradingEconomics.com. Bankruptcies. Even Las Vegas is bending to the overwhelming power of this pandemic. What happens to a closed city where there are no locks on the front doors of the casinos because they've never been closed, ever, in 50 years? Could casinos start filing for bankruptcy? Will Las Vegas go bankrupt due to a lack of tax revenue? Will New York? Even before the crushing costs of the pandemic, New York was in financial trouble. According to the Wall Street Journal, millions have already defaulted on credit card and car payments. Already, commercial real estate is in deep, and rapidly deepening, quicksand. Millions of renters already cannot pay rent and millions more are unable to pay their residential mortgages. Record-high unemployment is forcing the real estate dominoes to fall. Continued pressure on real estate will make the banks unwilling to lend, like in 2008. In the last 24 hours, Brazil admits they can only raise cash for corona-related financial relief with three-year bonds. Anything with a longer duration is simply too expensive due to virus-related risk aversion. However, Brazil is not the only country to struggle financially many countries around the world are at serious risk of defaulting on debt in the next 12 to 18 months. Countries that entered 2020 with weak balance sheets will inevitably start defaulting on debt. If defaults rise dramatically, banks will be at risk as they were in 2008. An escalating trade war. Trump continues to ratchet up the trade war with China. It's a little like watching, dumb and dumber. Xi and Trump, why incompetent people think they're amazing. China's not an honest actor and the world needs to stand up to them. But is the ham-handed way the Trump administration is handling the situation helpful? Even Japan, China's third-largest trading partner, is paying Japanese companies to move out of China. Is it really necessary to escalate a trade war? Why not act quietly and slowly bleed China to death? Why let them know it's coming? This is one of the biggest problems with Trump. He's too incompetent to know he doesn't know what he's doing. Like it or not the Trump administration will screw up this trade war, like everything else they touch. Like it hurt the markets in 2018, a botched trade war with China will only deepen the recession that is already at hand. And if you think a recession isn't near at hand, Japan has already technically entered a recession, and Q2 numbers haven't been reported yet. The future, scientists say, all bets are off. What are scientists telling us? It's not great news. Sure, There are unethical companies like Moderna trying to juice their stock price by releasing the test results of a handful of people in their Phase 1 clinical trial. Markets went wild and Moderna tried to issue stock based on the news. Great start, but so what? Getting from Phase 1 to the end of Phase 3 is exponentially difficult. That's the sad thing. I'm very afraid pharmaceutical companies will continue to announce great breakthroughs to the public, with the public not understanding what a tiny step has actually been made. It's true. There are a record-breaking number of compounds being trialed to find a vaccine for this pandemic. There are even more compounds being tested to see if they have any clinical value to treat patients who have already contracted the virus. All of these studies will take a year or even year to be approved for public consumption. Even Donald Trump's inexplicable hydroxychloroquine pet project is a tiny window into how difficult it is to find an effective drug. Just because a couple of people got better taking a drug means nothing. There are so many variables, only a large, random study can ultimately determine if a drug is going to be effective and safe for the general public or not. This means, if you recently bought stocks based on Moderna concluding their phase 1 human trials, you are probably also a reliable payday lender customer.